All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer Jim Cunningham. Oh, my God. It's not just me and heel producer Jim. I'm going to be honest. My gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parlay Kid, they're joining us as well. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Um, we can't, I mean, people can't see right now, but Harry is dressed like an elf. And what is that? A mistletoe coming out of your head? What the hell is going on? Yeah. Mistletoe. You? I'm, I, I'm, uh, yeah. Mistletoe. I'm, I'm giving Darren like a virtual hug and kiss right now. I would like <laughs> one back. Oh, that's adorable. Darren, give him a virtual oh, is hug Is that what Harry kiss? was doing in uh California's area audition for the American horror story uh, <laughs> series? What, what? It is what? pretty frightening right now. It is pretty frightening. Uh, I will say, Harry, I did want to ask you, Harry, because I feel like I need a cleansing after being on the wrong side of both the 17-point underdog that won and the 15-point underdog that won, both within 24 hours. Um, when you well, you lost 52 pounds and 50 by Super Bowl, you did a cleanse, right? I, I need some kind of cleansing. I, I did. I did. What did you do? You I shot do a, you shot oil up your ass or something? You got to figure something I did, out. I did do that. I did do an enema but i also did do a cleanse where the cleanse was a mate like it was a five-day cleanse uh -huh. and the last two days really kicked in where uh i i lost like eight pounds overnight leading into that friday into saturday when i told you i didn't think i was going to make it and then i checked and i'm like i lost eight pounds overnight it was right amazing. and look at you now i mean i don't know i'm not into <laughs> these cleanses normally I, it feels like you spend a lot of money and you just have diarrhea for like six days but uh Harry, where are you right now? I can't even to Arizona, California. I'm in, I'm in South Phoenix. I made the drive yesterday from um, Southern California down back to Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Drove through Yuma, uh, and then mm -hmm. uh, missed half of the game. But uh, I'm back in Phoenix. Everyone's jumping around. It's it's so hard to stay on top of who's. Where. I, I try to get Jim Cunningham. I'm trying sending gifts out to everybody, you know, on the Extra Points Podcast Network. I'm like, Jim, where will you be January 6th? He's like, ah. I don't know. Scott Holmes, same thing. I don't know. All right. Well, what if I delay the uh, shipment till January 13th? Still, I, I have no idea. Jim, you don't know where you're going to be either? No, it's a good question. We got to, you know, gotta it's a really good question. All right. We're going to answer a lot of questions. We have the NFL games to go over as the four big ones, as I see them. Uh, college football, the semifinals are set. We're going to go over best bets with these fellas. Um, our friend Brad is coming on. You may remember he came on last week. He was one of 79 entrants remaining in this uh, super big eliminator pool. It's down to 34 now, and he has to pick two games, and we're going to help him, although I think he has his mind, what's left of his mind, made up. But let's get right into Steelers-Bengals. My God, 14.5-point favorite. I Just like I wanted to end the week with the Rams and put them on a money line parlay, I did that with the Steelers. I had them with Appalachian State. I had them with uh, the Ravens Sunday and uh, another team. I think uh, Tampa Bay Saturday. <sighs> what the? F <laughs> Down 17 nothing at half. Their offense doesn't move, Parlay Kid. I, I don't know what to make of this team. I don't know what to make of the money line parlays, but let's start with the Steelers. Are they done for the division? That's a tough call. I don't, I, I, you know, what do they have to. They lose out. They lose to the Colts and then lose to the Browns and the yeah, Browns. Beat yeah, the I, I Jets. think they are. I don't think they can win. I don't think they can win either one of those games, Sal. 
Uh, I said, I remember actually when they were sitting at 11 and 0, if you guys remember on, on the podcast, I said, I, I thought Ben Roethlisberger just wasn't right, though, either. Even during that time, uh, he has not thrown the deep ball at mm. all uh, lately. Uh, I don't know what's happening uh, with that team. I, I don't think it helps when they go on the road and, and Juju is dancing on uh, the logos of the other team. Oh, they're firing it helps. these teams up. I think it you know, helps. Extra I think points put a nice, pretty, uh, nice uh, yeah. little thing about that up yesterday. Yeah, and, yeah it was fun. And uh, it's, it ticks people off. So I, I, they just look shot. I, you, know, you know what? You never know what's going inside in, in a locker room, right? And right. I almost got the sense that these receivers who have dropped a ton of passes this year are looking at Ben almost like, yo, what's up? What's up, my man? Like you, you just yeah. you're not you're not the guy anymore. Sorry, but unfortunately, Mason Rudolph's their backup, so they don't have really another option. Right. So well, I we think have... they're done. I don't think they're they're not winning that division. I'd be shocked if they can beat the Colts or the Browns at this point. Super fan Dave Damashek joins me on extra points, and he has minus three with Jeff Schwartz, and they did a halftime thing, and he was distraught. And but he's been talking about this offense. We see the offense doesn't work, but it really is designed to protect them. I mean, he has to get rid of that ball immediately. Yeah. He doesn't do, he doesn't even do, he used to do the pump fake, Paulie he, Kidd, right? Always, right? Fake. Always the great pump fake. He better, does better than anybody. Yeah. He, he does. It's very rare when he does it. Very rare when he does it. Know what it's like, brother Brian? Because you know he's not throwing deep. I don't think he threw deep until that last drive, actually. He, he had Claypool. Well, he had, those, he had those back-to-back throws, right? He had yeah, Claypool right, I guess. And, and right, Johnson. Yeah. And Johnson, but that well, was for, it. For the most part, it's like you're playing softball, and one of the guys on the other team wants his son to bat, and so the outfielders move in a little bit, right? Everybody moves in. Nobody's, you know, there, there's no That's what threat. teams are doing. They're doing it with the Saints, deep. too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I no, don't that, get it. and that's the thing, right? You you start off the drive one incomplete pass, then another five yard pass. Even if you complete it, it's five, it's third and five, and you're you're in trouble kind of right away. And the uh, hell, man! Uh, yeah, the it's, hell? it's it's crazy. I it, don't know. It, it, that was first half by the Steelers last night was as bad. Uh, of you know, oh, they, they can't, was, they as can't. if they were the worst team in football. Well, they have like four four and outs to start, or three four and outs, uh, the four three and outs. Fumble, yeah. yeah. Three turnovers. That fifty-nine yards uh, receiving by Johnson was the most on the team. Can't run the ball. And I did say about six weeks ago when we went over teams to, that had uh, good odds to win their division. I did six weeks ago give the Browns to win the AFC North. Mm. It's looking like it. We'll hit that I'm in sorry. a minute. I mean, that's uh, it's unbelievable how they've uh, collapsed here. They went from one seed. And without really an injury, like I see if you're on your third quarterback, all right, this makes sense. They're going to drop their last five or something. And yet they were so close to beating Washington on that crazy. Was that a Monday game or a Tuesday game, like an afternoon game? Like, ah, oh, that could have turned everything upside down. Uh, anyway, our friends at PropSwap know as great as it is to brag about the bets you win, not that we're doing that, it's even more fun to complain about the ones you took on the chance. Time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. All right. Yes, it is a bed ache. It's a bed ache for all of us. Like I said, me more than these guys. I'm all over those dumb money line parlays. And for what? I think that is going to be basically the focus of our bed aches this week. Parlay kid, you made a bold statement. You said you're never after the Rams loss. You're never taking a big four digit money line 
favored again on a parlay. I think that's it. We get stung every time. I like to do it to add odds. I tell you, the, the reason I do it is I want to look up at the TV and see one of the scores. Check one it. of my games is out. 21-3. Good. I don't have to really watch that. That's fun. Has not worked out like that at all. Uh, biggest upset in 25 years, the Rams. And what are we going to do? That's your bet. You had them too? Are you That's really, my bet really yeah, done? It wasn't, really it wasn't done, like, yeah. uh, you know, so many of the bettings were these like crazy plays that caused the loss. This was a slow, painful death watching this game, right? Where you're like, this is basically the last game on several parlays that you mm -hmm. have for the day. And you're seeing it where the Jets score first. By the way, the Jets have, have scored on their opening drive in eight, eight straight games. Isn't that crazy stat? <clears throat> eight for the straight Jets? games and scored, it's, yeah, they're uh, scored first in eight of the 14 games. It's yeah. such a crazy stat. Um, but you're watching this game and you can't believe how bad the Rams are, kind of like the Steelers were last night. And, you know, Sal, what McVay has let us down, right? Since we've met him. <laughs> <laughs> it's been nothing but a letdown. I love the guy. I really do. I, if he was coaching the Cowboys, I'd, I'd be happy with that. But it just seems, how was this team not prepared for this game? They played a very, um, they didn't have to have much of an effort on a Thursday night game against the Patriots. Uh, so they had three extra days rest. They weren't banged up from that game. Mm -hmm. The Jets have to go back across country after getting drubbed by Seattle. Now have to go back playing a Rams team that sees Seattle win, right? So they have now taken a lead. So this is like a big game for the Rams, no less. Mm. And they lose. And I don't even think it was so much like the, the Jets play such a wonderful game. I Maybe for the Jets they did, but it wasn't a spectacular performance. I'll tell you what, it they was, pressured Goff. They pressured yeah, they, Goff more than the Rams pressured Darnold, that's for sure. It was crazy. And, and then, uh, and then, yeah, uh, and then, Sal. At the end of the game, what about those last few play calls by the Rams? A brutal. Third and four, you throw into a running back down the sideline, and then a tight end down the sideline. That was your last two plays. Uh, it was, it was devastating. And like you said, it's, it was, it's just to add on. It's more of a psychological thing, right? That's all. Like, yeah. You know, instead of winning, you know, what you for you, you're, you're talking thousands of dollars. You know, but mm. instead of winning for the average better a hundred dollars, you add the Rams, you're gonna win a hundred and four dollars now. Right. I you know, know, it's 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 crazy. So I am done adding four figure um, favorites. favorites. Money line favorites. Yeah, yeah well, money line favorites, like mi minus a thousand, minus eleven hundred. It's I'm done with that. Done. Well, well okay. part of part of the kit when he put that out too, when he when he sent that statement on Twitter, at that point in time, he also had the Steelers too. I had a right. disclaimer. The <laughs> I had a disclaimer. And here's the thing is I, I'm texting halfway through this game. Guys, does anybody else have the Rams? Please tell me you could suffer through this game with me. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't want to be the only guy here. Because we know Harry doesn't. No, you know, no. We know he doesn't. Lay, lay that game lay, left that game alone, baby. You know, and well, I, I couldn't just, stand it. And Parley Kid, really, honestly, the play calling was bad towards the end. But they also, and I argue with uh, Todd Furman about this, and he's right for the most part. He's like, that's not a bad beat. That's just a bad bet. I think it was 80% bad bet, 20% bad beat. When Akers is reeling off 20-yard rushes and it's called back, holding twice, it was called twice. back. Like, shit. All right, now Goff does have to throw the ball. This is a weird ending now. And there's no Greg Williams to, uh, to screw things up for the Jets. And mm. they're going to win the game. Now, Bri, you jumped on in solidarity, like the parlay kid said, 
He's like, hey, does anyone else have the rent? Well, it was nice for you because you got them at basically even odds, the Rams, right? When they were down 10? Well, yeah. So they were down 10. Parley Kid's like, is anybody on early in the game? Parley Kid's anybody? I'm having a good day. This is the problem. I'm having, a, I'm having a good weekend, a decent Saturday, very good Sunday. So I'm feeling good. I don't have that game. So I'm like, all right, great. Uh, this is all working out. And then Parley Kid's like, oh man, tell me somebody else is on this. Tell me somebody's <laughs> on this. So I was like, Worse. And then you sent out the live lines, I think, late in the second quarter. I was like, all right, I'll wait till halftime. I'll see. And then I'll jump on with you, Darius. So then I jump on at halftime. I put a lot of money on the Rams at half, basically, to just win the game uh, so I could join in Parley Kids' misery. I feel like, you know, at that point in time, you know, once Akers scored, I didn't see the penalty right away. So I, I just assumed the game was going to be uh, all right. o- over. But bad job by me jumping on there. Um and I almost did it again last night with the Steelers, but I managed to stay away from the second half. Ugh, hey, Steelers. Yeah. Cincinnati, ball on the 20 last night, about to go up 17 nothing. I still I got a live line of like plus 210 right. on the uh, on Cincinnati. And, and they went up 17. I mean, it was it was yeah, lucky. That's insane. It's a pro but, game. Yeah. I mean, no, it's crazy. It's good. Right. It's good you crazy. got that back. Uh Harry, you didn't uh you stayed away from all the football nonsense, but you did have, what is this, Arizona State college on basketball? When, on Wednesday, college, uh, college basketball, Arizona State, Bobby Hurley's team, minus 1,200 at home against UTEP, up eight at halftime, <laughs> get outscored by 21 in the second half at home, lose by double digits, minus 1,200 on a 16 parlay, cost me a 16 money line parlay. Damn it. Damn it. I hate it all. College basketball seems to be more of those, though. And also, you don't know what COVID, what's going on with the COVID thing. Like football, you, you, we, we, have the, we have a team that is trying to lose in the Jets, and they can't <laughs> even lose. Uh, someone on FanDuel bet $15 on both Moneyline dogs, Bengals, and the Jets. It, it brought back $1,110. So good for them. I guess every 25 years, that'll hit, right? You, you have... Uh, <laughs> You make your own uh, stimulus package that way every quarter of a, a century. But um, yeah, that's terrible. Terrible. All right. So we're done. Brother Bry, what do you predict the parlay kid? How long before he bets his next uh, four digit money line favorite? Uh, I'd probably say 40 minutes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Harry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this too. Me and the parlay kid had a pact about a month ago where we did. And now it's not double digit favorite, but a month ago we said, we were absolutely done taking Falcons games. Period. No matter what side of the game we're yeah. ta- we're not taking them. And we were on the we were on uh, you know we were on uh, the Falcons at the games this past week. So and I'll be on uh, against them later. So Harry, you made them your best bet, the Bucks, and then uh, and then bet the Falcons. So you know, well, well Harry's in really fairness. Not. In no, fairness, there's no fairness there. Had a very nice week. I had a very nice week winning. And I was only doing it for a little bit of a hedge. And I got lucky, sort of, even though Tampa could have kicked uh, the field goal to cover the spread. Did there. not deserve to cover there at all. Probably yeah, not, I'm not even saying to win. I didn't. Probably but. not to win. Yeah. But anyway, he's betting big money, bigger money on his hedge than he is on his best bet. That's, yeah. That's, that's kind of what's going made, on. Made, made right. four figures this past week, boys. Pathetic. All right. So can you confirm that for us, please? Uh, that Harry made four figures? Well, I'll, yeah. I'll check. By the way, by the way, Parlay Kid, the problem with McVeigh, if you were you were asking, date you, him, these Dayton guys, they're all shady. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know what's shady. going on with it, but it does seem like he has a conversation with Jared Goff every other week. It's like, look, remember what you did two weeks ago? Do that. And I don't even blame Goff that much. My God, he didn't have a he didn't have a chance a lot of these plays. Mm, I, that is crazy. such a freaking weird, brutal. weird game. Both and, of those and, games. They'll, Are you kidding they'll me? They'll beat the Seahawks by tw 20 this week or something. Paulie Kid, I put out a poll Saturday. I was like, who screws up a money line parlay? I actually put out that poll. You did. Packers, Alabama, Ohio State. Who was your fourth one? Uh, brother Brian, it wasn't even the Bills. It was uh, uh, Clemson. Did you have Clemson? Clemson, yeah. They all won. Saturday was easy if you wanted money line parlays. Crazy. Yeah. I guess it would just be if it were that easy, everyone would do it. The money line parlays. All right. That was uh, another uh, bad, very, very sad installment of Bet Aches. Let's hear the song again. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. Oh, yeah. Betting's brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. There are certain things we know to be true in sports betting. Falcons will always blow a second half lead. That's right, Harry. Jets will always disappoint their fans. Yep, no matter what. And no one ever goes broke when taking a guaranteed profit. Oh, yeah. PropSwap can't help with the first two, but they can help with the last one. Thousands of buyers across the country. PropSwap allows you to post your betting ticket for sale and lock and a guaranteed profit. Uh, like Luke from Buffalo last March made a three-leg parlay that included Dodgers to win the World Series, Lakers to win the NBA Finals, and Clemson to win the CFP. He bet 500 to potentially pays 31000 Last week, Luke sold that ticket on PropSwap for nine grand. So Luke turns $500 into $9,000, no questions asked. And the buyer has a chance to win $31,000. Everyone wins. Well, unless Clemson loses, right? But this <laughs> is the new way. To bet on futures, go to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. I had a Northwestern to win $9,000, and I had some nice offers on that ticket um, just to win the uh, Big Ten title. And Ohio State got into that game, and it was 10-6 at half, and I had some even nicer offers, and I held on to it, Brother Bry. And Brother Bry, you said, oh, wow, Ohio State minus 7.5 in the second half. I was like, all right, well, now I know I'm cooked. Now I know I don't have a chance. <laughs> And uh, the Northwestern score in the second half? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. Well, that, that no. was the thing. They had a few opportunities, right, to score. And then Ramsey just had a couple of really brutal turnovers. And that was that was the game. And they couldn't <laughs> stop the run. I mean, for a team who plays defense, you'd think they'd be able to stop the running game. It's terrible. Couldn't stop the run. Couldn't run. It looked like they were going to be able to run a little in the beginning yeah. of the game. Nope, didn't happen. Uh, oh, Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. If you have bad beats, bad bets yourself, bed aches, uh, hit us up there, cousin Sal, against all odds at gmail.com. This must have come from a week, not last weekend, the weekend before. This guy, Zach S., writes back to back weeks, I lose 66 to one player prop parlay by one reception. Seven players to get at least six receptions Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey, Tyler Lockett, Allen Robinson, Darren Waller. Last week was bad enough when I won all, but Keenan Allen, who had five catches, rest at six. This week, everyone hit six plus, except Lockett, who has five catches with a minute left in the third quarter, then sat the whole fourth quarter Oof. because uh, the Seahawks were killing the Jets. I am in pain, Zach, from Virginia Beach. Sorry, Zach. I don't know where you're making oh. these crazy bets, but that is uh, that is really rough to be able to watch these guys. Um, I mean, that that's a, just a different, fun way to lose, Paulie Kid. Just... Uh, and you're, you're not laying 1200 minus 1200. Oh, I, I will say, I will say I'm getting killed on some prop parlays lately like that. Yeah. 
It's not fun. We just got to survive. Let's survive these last few weeks. Get to the playoffs. So it should be fun. And the NFL Christmas Day game, Vikings Saints. Saints are favored by seven. 51 and a half is the over-under, according to FanDuel. Now, you guys know I have this eight-game winning streak on Thursday Night Football. I have this pregame spot with Troy Aikman in a comedy bit in which at the end I'm going to have a pick, go nine in a row. Um, I have to go straight up, not against the spread. Is there any, any if anyone objects to my Saints pick, speak up now. <laughs> Is there a reason to take the Vikings other than that they're the Vikings and they'll screw anything up uh, like they did an easy g- game against the Bears? Well, not easy, three-point favorite, but um, they don't ride momentum. Go ahead, Harry. I know you want to jump in here. I was going to say, you know, uh, two straight for the Vikings over uh, the Saints, Minneapolis Miracle, and last year in the playoffs, so look out. Right. So you would think after a loss, the Saints, a little, little bit of uh, payback. I don't like what I'm seeing out of Breeze. Um, I have to pass on this because I can't make this pick until f- Christmas Day. But, Harry, it seems like you're passing on it, too. You're not taking a side. You're going total here. No, no, I'm going to take a side here. I'm gonna oh, you are? I'm going to take a side. And I'm going to help you out, Sal. I'm going to help you out. It's Christmas. Uh, and lay the point. You can lay the points with the Saints. They're going to win the game. <laughs> two straight. <laughs> two, two you straight th- that. <laughs> two he wrote straight over. Didn't losses. he send us over? Didn't he say he's going no, over? No, I said this? Saints. Uh, uh, all right. Whatever. Go ahead. Okay. Well, anyways, two straight three-point losses for the Saints. But they have not lost three in a row since September of 2016. During that time, it's happened four times where they've lost two in a row in that third game. They've won all all four of them by an average of 15 points. Like I just mentioned, they owe the Vikings one or at least two in the last two years in the playoffs. And Breeze just need, obviously needs to just get rolling a little bit earlier, find Emmanuel Sanders. He found him too late in the game against Kansas City. I think he'll do a lot better job this week. Vikings are 23rd overall in defense in the league, 24th against the pass. Saints get rolling. They win this game by double digits. Oh, man. I, you know, I saw something positive out of Alvin Kamara towards the end of that game. And uh, it made me think, all right, maybe this offense is bad. But with no Michael Thomas until the playoffs, and then yep. Daquan Smith got hurt. And I'm like, where, where are his weapons outside of Kamara? I know that's a great little outlet, you know, screen pass when he wants it. But, um, shit, I, I don't know that they figured out what they want to do with their offense. Still have Taysom Hill down low at the goal line, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. And You feel like Breeze could get pulled anytime, and yet they're the better team. They play defense. They're the more consistent team, and they're at home, and they owe this Vikings. All right, I have some uh, thinking to do before this Friday uh, Christmas Day pick. Uh, Paulie Kidd, Indianapolis at Pittsburgh. When Simmons and I did the line on Sunday, it opened at Pittsburgh – I think Pittsburgh was minus two and a half. And now uh, this morning it went after that uh, atrocity last night. The Colts were favored by two and a half. And now it has settled on FanDuel Colts by one and a half, 44 and a half. I would love to be uh, play contrarian here and say, oh, no, no, Pittsburgh, they're going to get their shit together. Colts on the road. They can't keep doing this on the road. They got lucky twice in like three weeks against Houston with the fumbles inside the 10. Um but I, I I look at a 60-minute game, and I'm like, I don't know how this Pittsburgh offense outscores the Colts, who um, are all over the place defensively. Yeah, the Colts, uh, they're the better team right now. The Colts have a lot to play for, too, right? So right. Uh, there's a chance um, Titans have the Packers this week. So this is a chance for the Colts to 
uh, win that division basically by beating a, a Steeler team that is, uh, you know, on the uh, has taken a turn for the worse. Uh, so we got two old quarterbacks here. This might be one of the oldest matchups in history of football. But Rivers, mm. oh, yeah. for as much as some of us want to hate him here, he has definitely been uh, the better quarterback this year over Ben, right? So uh, at least it, as of late. Now, that could be different in a cold Pittsburgh environment. But Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Taylor is also really emerging here a- as a weapon for the Colts, too. And the Colts have a very good line. And that might be the biggest difference between Rivers and Ben is that line that the Colts have. The Colts can run the ball. They can throw the ball. Uh, and their def- the defenses, I think, are kind of similar here. I think the Colts are just a little bit better team. They need the game uh, for that division. Pittsburgh needs it. I just think the Colts get it here. I think there's something missing <clears throat> with Pittsburgh. Might even yeah. be internally with this team. There's something not right with them. Right. And they're on a short week again, and the yep. Colts are better. And, uh, you know, to your point, Phil Rivers might be cold out in the Pittsburgh, but over the last six weeks, I think he's the most efficient quarterback in the NFL, uh, percentage-wise. Yep. Yep. I'm not going to overthink this. I'm taking the Colts, and I think it comes down to Browns-Steelers um, next week for the division because I think the Browns will beat up on the Jets. The Jets can't be stupid, stupid two weeks in a row. And uh, and as it is now, I saw that the Steelers are minus three thirty to win the AFC North. If you want to jump in on this, Harry, I don't think even if you like the Steelers right now, you take that right. I think you wait until that game seventeen. If it comes down to it, uh, I don't know what are they going to be like a four point favorite. You'll get better right. odds there. Yeah, I was just going to say, okay, let's say uh, the Steelers lose here in a close one to the Colts, and the, and obviously the Browns beat the Jets. Uh, it's still, I mean, the Browns haven't won the division since Sal when we graduated high school in 1989. So, for, with that said, yeah, Steelers would probably still just be based on home, based on knowing that they got to be. A, I'd say that's exactly the number, maybe four, maybe yeah. even four and a half. And Harry's right with the numbers. We both graduated high school in '89. I graduated college in '93. He graduated in '97. So. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Um, fall of fall. Of I don't think this ever was a diploma given out to Harry. I don't know. No, it was no diploma. No, he got an elf costume instead. <laughs> it, I, I think state. I think it's in a ba- I think it's in a backpack somewhere in my car. I believe it. You have a car now? Wow. Uh, uh, Rams, Seattle, Seattle, one and a half point favorite. This opened at I want to say uh, three. Yeah, the Seahawks were a three point favorite Sunday night. Um, it went down to one and a half. People are betting uh, big time on the Rams. 47 and a half is the over-under. Rams won this 23-16 back in November. Brother Bry, I actually should talk about the, uh, Harry, to Harry about this because this is the classic try-by-cuspid, right, Harry? Seattle beats the Jets by 37 or whatever the hell it was. The Rams lose to the Jets, and now the Rams, Brother Bry and I agree, will handle Seattle. It really is that way. I mean... uh you would you would think that the Ram, I mean, just it's again, we've mentioned this a month ago. The weirdest team in the NFL, I said this a month ago, was the Rams. You can't every I mean, that game against Tampa Bay on Monday night, golf was amazing. Three hundred and seventy five yards was flawless, and then they lose, and then and what happened last week is totally beyond yeah. uh recognition. It is. Uh and uh Brian, so Seattle I, by the way, the the Seattle got off they were lucky too, right? They yeah. could have lost that game. Um, I get it. Russell Wilson, the offense didn't need to do much to beat the the first half version of Dwayne Haskins in the Washington team. 
They were rolling. And then Haskins uh, came back on that defense. Makes me think Jared Goff could get right against this defense uh, if push comes to shove. And they shoved them around in November. I don't even think it was really as close as 23-16. Yeah. Rams yeah, kind of like dominated that game. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, so I, I, I like the Rams here, plus one and a half. It, it is funny, though. The Rams are just... Every time they suck you in, right? They, three days ago, I thought they were the best team in the NFC. And then if you lose to the Jets, there's no way you could be called that again. Golf, at times, golf can be, again, it wasn't even necessarily his fault the other day, but there's no more inconsistent quarterback in the NFL than, than Goff. I mean, it just, it must drive McVay bonkers. Yeah. But that, that being said, this week is the biggest game of the season for the Rams. They win this, they take back the lead in the division. Uh, it's, I know they had extra days, but they were probably just thinking the Jets game was a gimme and, and this was the game that counts. In the first meeting between these two teams, the Rams, like you said, that Rams, it really wasn't close. They dominated that game. They sacked Russ six times. They forced three turnovers. Uh, they're going to be able to move the ball on the Seahawks. I, I think the Seahawks are going to struggle to move the ball on them. I, I just like them to bounce back here. That line is... That line is a little low, which makes me like, you know, makes me like the Rams even more. Dare I say, after we killed parlays and putting all these things together, that the Rams plus seven and a half on a teaser or plus eight on a teaser could be a nice way to go if you could find a dance oh, partner yeah. with them, you know, sure. uh, link them with somebody. But all right, I'm going to say I agree with you. I, I think the Rams get it done. They beat Seattle, uh, an overrated Seattle. By the way, if anyone has uh, any doubts of why the Rams melted down, last Monday I bet them to win the NFC. Right. So that was well, it. They, they I, had to know. They I, had I, to know. I will say too, the Rams, this is a, it's really kind of, I mean, it's not a must win game, but they still are in jeopardy of missing the playoffs. They could be out if they lose the next two and the Bears yeah. win. You know, if the Bears win the next two and they lose the next two, they're out. Can you imagine what goes on here? So, it's amazing. Uh, well, as long as certain things happen, as long as certain things happen, there. I guess it has to be. Everybody has to have a and tied, they, and, that, and they have Arizona tied, next week too, bro. They have, that's what I'm saying. They have tie. Yeah, it has to be a three way tie, I think, between Arizona. Yeah, there's and, a lot going. But but uh, still though, but still they, Sunday night, Harry, Tennessee at Green Bay. That's a good one. Uh, that opened the Green Bay minus four is now down to three. People are betting Tennessee. Fifty five and a half is the over under. I like Green Bay. I'm all over Green Bay all year. I don't love them in this game, though. Uh, Titans have the, the top, I mean, the best offense in the league. And I know it sounds stupid, but Derrick Henry gets it gets more and more difficult for him to tackle him uh, when the December days uh, drawn up. But, Harry, you like the Titans here. Yeah, you're, like you said, Sal, it's four. Now you're not even getting three and a half. You're only getting three. It makes me like the Titans even more. They lead the NFL in points scored with 436. Mm -hmm. uh, Green Bay, uh, look, uh, still lost to Indy. Meanwhile, the, and lost by 28 to Tampa Bay. Uh, the Titans uh, rolled Indy in Indy, put up like 45. They're a scoring machine, like you said, Sal. And Dalvin Cook against Green Bay this year. Over 200 yards in two games, five touchdowns. Going up against Derrick Henry, that's going to be a tough task. Tennessee has won four of the last five, three of them by 19 or more. And in those four wins, Derrick Henry is averaging 168 yards on the ground. Tannehill's been great, too, 35 total touchdowns this year. But I think maybe more than anything, the X factor here might be Tennessee in terms of they can turn, get the ball turned over by, by, um, by uh, Rodgers like he did against Tampa Bay. Tennessee leads the NFL in turnovers forced with 12. So look for that to be a factor, too. And I do, like I said, not even getting three and a half. You're only getting three with the Titans. I like that a lot. 
I'm looking at this because this was going to be the game. I predicted like, well, if Rogers makes his move for um, MVP, this has got to be it. Uh, and I'm looking for MVP odds. Okay. So Mahomes is up to minus 400. Had a good game. Beat up on the Saints. Although I thought that was close. I thought they could blow it. I think the Chiefs are beatable. We didn't even talk about that. Rodgers now plus 350. Parley kid, does Rodgers have a chance? It's funny. NFL Network was <laughs> listing their stats and they didn't list the, the yards. Like Mahomes is like 600 more passing yards than Rodgers. But then like in the first quarter, they're like Aaron Rodgers, that is the least yards, air yards in the yeah. history. Of like what air yards? I mean, what are we doing here with this guy? Does he have a chance or is it Mahomes is to win? I think Rodgers has a chance. Um, I I don't, I don't, yeah, my, I think uh, the Chiefs, uh, who do they have this week? I'm trying to think right now. Well, they they have Atlanta, but the the game, I think they could lose and win. That's what I'm saying, right? So, yeah, I I don't think Mahomes is an absolute lock. I I think this is such a tricky bet. Um, I would like to see, know what I'd like to see actually maybe emerge into this conversation with a win this week. Would be Tannehill if they were to beat Green Bay and he puts up three or four touchdowns. If he did, and he was all of a sudden at about the 34, 35 touchdown area, closing in maybe on 4,000 yards after week, after the last game of the season, I think he could kind of jump into this conversation. If they win 12 games and win that division, beat the Packers, he could be the sleeper here. I'm not sure what the odds are in there. So well, it's it's, it's a hundred, over a hundred to one because of Derrick Henry's so, on his team. Yeah. I so, guess, so yeah, you're what, right. So that's yeah. that's where it gets you. You hate so that. What's so. what's Henry right now? Because uh, well, Fanduel doesn't have it up right now, but because um, okay, we're talking uh, six thirty to one. I I saw last. What, let's just say the Titans win this game going away. Henry has another monster game and has a couple touchdowns. He's got 1,679 yards, 200 more than Cook, 700 more than James He'd have Robinson. To be, he should third. be in that conversation, Harry. You're right. He they really just don't give not. it to – What I other running back was close to 2,000 yards? Like, Gurley was, had an insane year, and, uh, and, and but touchdowns and yards, they just won't they give it to If they win their division back. to boot? Hey, we, we Getting back to Tannehill real quick, we saw that set. We got sent the stat this week. In his last 24 games, yeah. matched up with Mahomes' last 24 games, almost identical, identical yeah in terms of statistics it's 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 amazing he really deserves more credit but you're right that's why he could you're right Sal. i i was stupid no it's all right yeah. <laughs> listen we're all we're all a little shaken hey listen i got i got tanny held to win the mvp and i got and i got you him. do harry you do there you go that's, that's, that's right. a loss Wait, you, you bet that I bet both. Yes, I did, Brian. Wait, Tannehill and who? And Henry? Both of them? Tannehill and Henry. I got Henry at 40 to 1 to start the season. All right. You're going to lose, but it's a good effort. I, well, I don't know. Let's, like let's have the Titans win here. Too crazy. 200 yards at Green Bay and three, two touchdowns. He's got to be in the conversation. I guess so. I guess so. I think he just ran out of games here. All right. Uh, let's take a break. Talk about Fandle. Hey, this season, Charles Barkley has joined the Fandle team. Ah, uh, he's the best. Santa Barkley giving away over $30 million in gifts to all Fandle customers, such as free fantasy entries to customers, free site credit, risk-free bets. Charles Barkley, odds boost. So glad he's on board from the opening tip to the final buzzer. So many ways to bet on FanDuel Sportsbook this NBA season. We have two games starting things off tonight. And if you sign up today, FanDuel will let you place your first bet risk-free. First bet up to $1,000 if you don't win. You don't have to track down some shady bookie for your money. They get you your winnings in as little as 24 hours. 
Do me a favor. When you download FanDuel Sportsbook app, sign up with promo code against all odds so they know we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code against all odds. And there you go. Now, college football. The four are set. Bama minus 160, Clemson plus 270, Ohio State 5 to 1, Notre Dame 22 to 1. I'm okay with these four. I get it. A 16 playoff is better, an 18 playoff is better. What's your problem? You just, you, the fourth team, that's the big deal. Like, you want to put Cincinnati in there? They'll get, you're not going to do better than Notre Dame in, in terms of a, a game, in terms of like, what, what are they? So, all right. So, Notre Dame is now a 19 and a half point underdog to Alabama. Cincinnati was going to be 24, 26, 27 point underdog. They were. They're an eight point underdog to Georgia, a third rate yeah. SEC team in the bowl game. That's just what it was going to be. Texas AM, they got blown out by 28 to, to Alabama already. So what do you want to, what are we complaining about everybody? I said that you could round robin these three teams and that's the best football you would see uh, if, oh, for three weeks. Okay. You might not yield the winner. I think Alabama would go two and zero, but I think that's the best football. So what do we want? The best football? Or do we want to be fair to Cincinnati who barely beat Tulsa and the eye, they don't pass the eye test as the fourth best team in the country. Does anyone disagree, Harry? You're, 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 are you crazy about Notre Dame getting in fourth? No, I think it's I think it's okay. I mean, they didn't they lost by twenty four. They didn't get steamrolled, steamrolled, but they still lost by twenty four. But still, I think you're you're I agree with you, Sal. A and M we we mentioned a couple of days ago beat uh, Vanderbilt seventeen to twelve this year. They beat two teams that had winning records. Um, so I I think it's fair to keep Notre Dame in there. Yeah, we get it. There's a drop-off. Sometimes a drop-off's at six. Sometimes it's at two. This year, it's okay. We had to choose the fourth. Guess what? The fourth best team is going to get killed by Alabama. But anyway, for we'll go over those games next week individually. Odds-wise, though, Parlay Kid, I love Alabama. You love Alabama. Minus 160 doesn't seem to make sense to me. And furthermore, to put it in perspective, the Chiefs are minus 135 to win the AFC. I would much rather have. I know it's 25 cents different. I'd much rather have Bama to win this title, right? I agree, Sal. Uh, the only thing I would think about with this with this line is if after Alabama uh, gets by Notre Dame, which yep. uh, again after this weekend with the with the Rams and stuff, I, I don't know if that's always going to be the case. But mm. what would they be against Clemson or Ohio State anyway? Are they going to be around this number anyway? Two fifty. Like, I think two forty, two fifty against Clemson. Think, okay, Brian, so, what do you think? And then Ohio State three fifty. Well, like yeah, that. it's yeah, fun, it's funny because I mean we'll get into this because I think Alabama and Clemson are pretty even overall. But yeah, if you're looking at odds, Clemson right now would be because Clemson's plus two seventy to win it all. So against Bama, they would be like plus according to the odds right now, they'd probably be like plus one seventy five. Against Bama, which I think right. is which I think is so. High. So my, Bama right now minus one sixty. Jump on it. Uh, to yeah, me, you're, you're getting a free game. It's you exactly exactly right, <clears throat> Sal. Get, and <laughs> I can't. I, we do really well in free games, but you're getting a free game. <laughs> <clears throat> I again, I I can't bet this now. As I've said, oh, I'm yeah. not. Uh, I mean, at least I can't bet it on the money line. You bet the one sixty though. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't bet. But no, I, I think Alabama cruises in this game against Notre Dame. Uh, unless, look, Notre Dame should have a chip on its shoulder. They want to. They want to prove they belong. Um, but uh, Alabama's just. They just. They just. Yeah. Uh, they can score at will. Really. Sure. And Bry, Harry and Bry, you like Clemson, but to pull the upset uh, eventually. I'm guessing you think they'll get to Alabama. 
Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny because I I like I love the Clemson odds at plus two seventy. I think that's really good odds. But also, I'm actually it's funny because I said right away the other day I was like I'm taking Clemson over Ohio State, but Clemson minus seven and a half against Ohio State's a little. That's a little high. Yeah, too. last year you had it. It was like two and a half, three, right? Yeah. Great, yeah, great two, game. Yeah. So coming into this year, I thought Clemson was going to be the best team. They're finally healthy now. So I think them about I think they're pretty even. I I I, I would I mean you got to give the edge, I guess, to Bama a little bit. But Dabo two and one is last three against Bama. I don't really see either team stopping one another, but I'd probably back Lawrence a little bit more to make a few more plays. Again, like I said, I'm a little concerned. Dabble giving Ohio State some bulletin board material, putting them at eleventh. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why he would do that. Uh, it doesn't really seem to make sense. But I don't know. He's it's, a jerk. It, it's, He's it's, just a jerk. That's it's, all. That it's, is. I, I know he comes across as this like <laughs> right great. Christian man, and then like yeah. I don't know. There's always something. Likeable. He knows what he's doing. He's likable, unlikable. Um, it's like Harry. I, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. It's possible. The one thing is, we didn't really see out of conference games, right? So it's possible the SECs. I don't know. It's possible they're not great this year. Uh, oh yeah, they're, they're not defensive. Uh, especially you know, geniuses. Defensively, like defensively, really bad. Like I think Clemson would put up. You know, fifty five. I think Clemson would have beaten Florida by seventeen point two. Or yeah, maybe 20, twenty points. So I, I think these teams are a little closer uh, mm-hmm. than those than those odds reflect. So I like the plus two seven. Harry, you have anything to add with Clemson? Yeah, look, been in the championship for the last five seasons. Travis Etienne looked fresh versus the Irish. Uh, the defense has forced twenty two turnovers more than any of the four teams in there. And uh, in terms of Ohio State, uh, they played four bad teams. Uh, two games versus good teams. And that game, first game against Indiana, Fields had three picks, and they gave up 500 yards passing in that game. And last week to Northwestern, Fields only 114 yards and two more picks. So definitely like Clemson in the game here in the first game. And, then, yeah, Alabama can score tons of points. We know that. We've seen that. But also did give up 46 last week to Florida and earlier this season against Mississippi of all teams. They gave up over 600 yards of offense and 48 points to the Rebels. So, Clemson, I think, has the better defense here, much better than Alabama. I definitely give them a shot. I have to give Harry credit here. He's being able to read the notes in front of him with a with a mistletoe bobbing up and down in front of his head connected to that <laughs> contraption he's got. It, yeah. it doesn't look real, right? Doesn't it look like it's like a cart like a virtual yeah, yeah. thing on his head? Yeah, we're getting a little uh, fun green screen action. All right. All right. <laughs> Harry confirms it's real. <clears throat> uh, Heisman Trophy, they give it out January 5th, so they'll be able to see the semifinal games, the voters, I don't know how it goes. Maybe they to have their votes in by then, but it seems the the January 1st semifinal games will at least be played before the fifth, the ceremony. Devonta Smith, Devonte Smith, sorry. Yeah. He goes by Devonte Smith. It ends with an A. This is something I'm going to have to get over. Everyone calls him Devonte, <clears throat> but it's Devonta. Uh, I guess he wants to be called Devonte. So that's it. Minus 180 favorite. Teammate Mac Jones plus one fifty five, and then you got Trevor Lawrence. I've seen him at plus five fifty. Fanduel has him at sixteen to one odds. Bry, if Lawrence plays, did he miss two games or three? Missed two, right? Uh, yeah, it was at uh, least two. What if he has five touchdowns in those two games? Is he a huge well, favorite? I wonder if. Th- uh, th- well, that's the thing I'm trying to think about. I I just get the sense based on the odds is that most people have their voting in before then, right? Yeah, I think that I think the the voting is due before those games. 
I, right. I, I think you're right. I I I, I thought I, I thought I read that. Um, I mean, I, I don't think the odds reflect accurately. I mean, I do think Lawrence should have a better shot than what they're giving him right now. Right. For sure. I mean, 16 to one on FanDuel. He should have. Uh, he yeah. should. I mean, I mean, if he played the full season, you'd probably give him the nod because sure. I mean, you have three Alabama guys who are all worthy of a Heisman this year. Yep. Which nuts. And what's interesting is nine of the last 10 years, much like the NFL MVP award, nine of the last 10 years, the Heisman's gone to a quarterback. And coincidentally, the year it didn't, it went to Derrick Henry in 2015, right? So mm-hmm. this would be something if Devonta Smith um, gets it at uh, minus 180. Well, we'll look at that next week at all. Mac at, Jones is well. completing 77% of his passes. I know. I know it's weird with that team. Uh, that team is ridiculous. At least you didn't um, call him Mac Davis this time, Harry. <laughs> did you call him Mac Davis? Yeah, in his article, one of his articles. Called oh Jack no, Davis. yeah, I missed this that. time. I know. Hey, Darren, Darren, maybe the uh, in, in my in my article by accident. It's a cool <laughs> night. Remember Mac but Davis? But by the, the way, song? why don't they wait for the bowl games to be over for the Heisman yeah, Trophy? Especially vote? for and this it's such one. a big part of who the best player. I it doesn't. I've, it's never made sense to me. It should be a big factor, maybe the biggest factor to who wins the Heisman Trophy. I guess like a guy, sense. like a Carson, guys that come from smaller schools, it's not fair, right? Or uh, that don't have bowls, or uh, I guess it doesn't matter. This year, Brian, you're especially right. All these teams are in the Final Four, so let, yeah. let's uh, <clears throat> let's see yeah. it play out Change a little. Change it out. Da- hey, Darren, ahead, Darren, I got a question for you, though, Darren. Darren. Yeah. If if, if, Smith, if, if Smith wins this, um, and Jones doesn't win this. Uh, biggest travesty to give the Heisman to a wide receiver uh, since 19, speaking of 1989, 1989 when Brian's Tim Brown won it over Syracuse's Donnie McPherson. <laughs> You're really giving this Yeah, that's thought. true. I mean, I know, nope. I know. You, you, look, McPherson's a long time. Tim Brown did not deserve Hempstead to win it that so- year, not even close. I, I don't no, know about that, no, but no, all right, no, no comment. It's just saying. I, I bet he had a good year. Notre Dame's a, they're on TV a lot, Harry. That's, Tim Brown that's had no point. right winning that. That what were your stats? That's the hill Harry's going to die on. Um, <laughs> hey, NBA is back tonight, Tuesday. If you're listening to this Tuesday, Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant's team favored by seven and a half over his old team, the Golden State Warriors. And then the nightcap is Lakers Clippers. That's fun. Lakers three and a half point favorite Clippers. Uh, 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 technically the road team. I, I cannot believe basketball is back. I know. And we are on this one text chain where it's just inundated with preseason <laughs> basketball talk and LaMelo ball and these Knicks who are going to go away and do nothing, but we do have to cover it. Um, let's go. You know what? I'm going to take the nets. We'll go, we'll go teams first and then we'll go players. We'll break this down. Uh, I'm going to go Nets at six to one. I kind of like that. Uh, it, it's uh, what if Durant just dominates? What if he is the player that he was with Golden State? Obviously, doesn't have not Splash Brothers uh, by his side, but he, he makes players better. They didn't have to get w- rid of Dinwiddie. Um, DeAndre Jordan's good in the paint by the rim. Uh, Jared Allen. They added Jeff Green and uh, Landry Shamit, but. Joe Harris still there. This could be a team that goes through. Now, if Harden gets traded to the Sixers, because it seems like you can call your shot in the NBA, if you want to be traded, they'll make it work like within a week. Then it's a different story. But 
I think he can mow. The Nets can mow through the the East, and at six to one odds, I think that's a a decent number. Parlay kid, you like another team in the East? All all of a sudden, we forgot about the Bucks. Yeah, I, I, we shouldn't forget about the Bucks. They've been a pretty dominant team over the last few years, and I think it was actually just a couple of weeks ago. I, I could be wrong, because I think when we had Bill on and we were t- talking draft, I, I I jumped on the Nets because I thought they were actually even like twelve to one at that time. Yeah, it went down to win the right. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's really come down because I really do like the Nets. Uh, I I think Joe Harris bringing him back in the fold was mm-hmm. huge because he's that. That stone cold shooter, and you know, and they just they have just a lot of talent. I just got a feeling Kyrie could ruin that team. I just I didn't even mention Kyrie. I, I, know. I know you didn't I, even mention like him. A, That's what like an extra, like if it works I, out, I know. It's a bonus. I, yet I he know. could be awesome, but this I just don't know with the chemistry right. how it's going to play out. I think Nash is going to be very little coaching going on with that team, right? The yep. players they're going to play, which is fine. That's what they like to do. Let go, excellent, but I'm gonna still roll with the Bucks here, Sal. Are they still at plus five? What five? Plus five fifty. Yep. Um, Drew Holiday bringing him into the fold is a huge addition for this team. Even a, a minor acquisition like D, DJ Augustine uh, is a very good pickup. Solid veteran backup point guard who can contribute. Just makes them a little bit more well-rounded of a team. Mm-hmm. Giannis is going to do- be his dominant self. He's got his huge contract now. He's got to live up to it. I think the Bucks take the next step this year, and I have them winning this whole thing. All right. Harry, you, uh, you're on my side, a little, at least for the Nets to win the East. You have, what do you have to add? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, uh, two years in a row, the Bucks. enough of the Bucks. They've tanked in the playoffs. And yeah, Katie and Kyrie, uh, just stay healthy. Uh, Joe Harris in the playoffs last year averaged at 17 and 10. Uh, Lavert had 25 points in the bubble. They got a great bench. And Dinwiddie, like you mentioned, Sal, 20 and 7 for the season. One of the most underrated players in the league. I like the Nets in the East at plus 270. All right. Let's jump around here because we'll get to the player props in a minute. Bry uh, nailed all the player props, so we won't hear from him for a little bit. But, uh, Paulie Kid, the Mavericks to win the Southwest at minus 195. That's interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, who else do you like? Rockets, yeah. Pelicans, Grizzlies, Spurs in that division? I think 195, uh, minus 195 is still really good value for a team that has probably the leading MVP candidate on its team in, in Doncic. And another guy, we know, you know, Porzingis, who could almost oh, yeah. uh, on some nights equal Doncic or, or better him than in his production, right? So you got two. You know, 1A, 1B, top-grade players. The question for the Mavericks is, who's number three in that team? I've never been a Tim, you know, Hardaway guy, right? So, uh, but I still think this they're the best team in this division. I mean, the Rockets are have the second-best odds for this right. division. That team's a mess right now. Harden doesn't want to be there. He might not be there uh, much longer. So, Let's roll with the Mavericks at minus one ninety five. I, you know, I don't usually love it. I think that's actually good odds, and I don't normally say that. I think that's good odds for that division. Right, I like that too. Now that I look about, uh, look at it. I think the Rockets fall apart, and then uh, you're asking a lot of the Pelicans to jump, uh, yeah. jump that much. And the Mavs were one of the more, more fun uh, bubble teams, so they'll probably keep it going. Harry, you're going to the Pacific Division, and wow, a lot of chalk here. 
Lakers, although only minus 140. I know, only 140. Look, Clippers are like the like the Bucs. They're chokers, too. I think this Lakers team is better than the team that just won the championship for two reasons. One, their acquisition of Dennis Schroeder. Uh, he had uh, 19 with Oklahoma City. He he kept them in the uh, in the playoff uh, series first round last year against Houston. He had two monster games. And the second reason, Montrez Harrell. I love this guy. 19-7. and seven. He's going to help out AD down below plenty. For his career, he's shooting 61% from the field. Going to take a lot of pressure off them down low. And like I said, the Clippers are chokers. Lakers minus 140 for the Pacific seems like a steal. Yeah, I just wonder there. Um, well, load management. We, we, that, that's the one thing we can't say, right? Parley Kid, you said we can't tell what's going on in the locker room in an NFL game. We have no idea what the plan is for load management for any of these teams. Does LeBron play 50 games? Do they care that they win the way? I guess they do. You want to be home. You don't I, want to have to travel so much. I, I, uh, but so they're I not think, traveling think, if the Clippers win the Pacific either. I think so. there's going to be a lot of load management for that Lakers team. I mean, LeBron's yeah. on record of basically saying yeah, he's kind of on cruise control for well, a lot of this season. That right. doesn't mean he's not going to turn it on in the playoff. I mean, he's absolutely da- going Darren, to. Darren, Darren. Right. Still, though, a lot of pressure on Paul George, too. He was bad in the playoffs last terrible, year. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Yes, and... I mean, Kawhi, right? He's he hasn't signed. He's the one guy that is going to be available in free agency. Yeah. So I again, I this I think there's a lot of stuff going on in that Clippers locker room. That's right. that's off, right? And the Lakers with their load management, it's a really going to be a really strange season this year. All but right. I'm, I'm I'm actually more pumped for NBA than I've been in a long time. Really? Yeah, I can yeah. tell. I can tell with this text chain that I'm gonna have to uh, remove pumped, myself know. from. Brother Bry, let's bring you in. The Grizzlies <laughs> to make the play-in game at oh. plus one fifty on Fanduel. This is a, uh, still a thing. The play-in game. Well, yep. it's funny. I like that, and then I kind of changed my mind a little bit on that one. But um, I do like them at plus one fifty to make the play-in game. That's a it's an interesting bet. So. In that one, the reason I like it's kind of cool. It's like you'd have to finish between seven and ten, right? Yeah, um, to be in that play in game. They're not good for the top five for sure. You know, between the Lakers, Clippers, Mavs, Utah, Denver, I think Phoenix. Uh, I think Phoenix finishes top six too. So, um, just based on it's funny. Everybody's kind of down on Memphis this year. I still feel like they're probably the ninth or best, tenth best team in the West. Um, I guess the main thing is we don't really know. Again, I mean, if if Houston falls off or if Harden is traded, that's another team to eliminate, right? You can eliminate OKC. You can eliminate OKC from last year. Houston is up in the air. I mean, Houston could be anywhere from like a three seed to the worst team in the West. Right. Um, I think it's going to come, you know, it's going to come down to them or New Orleans, uh, Portland. Uh, But I I do like their upside on that team. you know, yeah. Morant's just Morant's just gonna. I I love Clark on that team, but I do feel like they're gonna be like the ninth or tenth best. And at plus one fifty, I thought that was interesting. Because well, here's what I'm doing. I because I this is like what kills me. I'll make a team to make the playoff, uh, teams to make the playoff parlay, or teams to not make the playoffs, and I always get killed. And it's always in the West. Like OKC killed me last year, making it, and or and Pelicans not making it just destroyed me. Um, I don't know. I still don't know how that happened. I think Portland's the team that doesn't make it. I think I know everybody loved them. They were a great bubble sensation with Dame Lillard and what they traded. They basically a swap Enos Kantner for uh, for uh, Covington still have defensive problems to not make the playoffs. Plus one sixty four. 
You got Golden State, like you said, in the mix. Memphis, Phoenix, Spurs even. A lot of competition for that seventh, eighth spot that Portland barely, barely got uh, last year. Well, the thing is, too, with 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 the playoffs, too, right? You have to think you could be the seventh or eighth seed and technically not make the playoffs, right? So sure. the way they're doing it, right? If you're the seventh seed, you play the eighth seed. If you're the ninth seed, you play the tenth. And then the winners and losers play. Each yes, other. So, this is so, after the play. Yeah, right. So you could be the seventh. Portland could be the seventh, eighth best team and still not make the playoffs. So it's, it's an interesting bet. I've been uh, texting with Joe House about this, brother bribe. Luca to win MVP is plus 410. Now, he went from 21 points a game to 29. I think he's 22 years old in February or something. Yeah. Something crazy. What's a better bet, that or for him to be the high scorer, points per game leader at plus mm. 470? Harden is plus 170. Um, Giannis, is, did I write that down? Plus 750 for points per game leader. But my thinking is, they give it to a top two seed usually, save for Westbrook that one year. Uh, Dallas might not make the top two seed. Uh, I know they don't want to give Luca. Uh, they don't want to give a third straight MVP to Giannis. I don't know that they don't want to. They just don't do it that much. It's, it's happened only two or three times in the uh, past. And uh, Harry's popping on and off here. I don't know. It's like a Christmas miracle. He's able to work this <laughs> iPhone. But anyway, what's the better bet, Bry? MVP or points per game for Luca? Well, I like MVP because I think Luke is definitely going to be, he's going to be top three. I mean, as long as he's healthy, he's going to be top three MVP. Scoring is a little tricky because, especially with no fans too, right? Especially early on. I mean, because you're going to go hard and you're going to go Giannis. Trey Young could be in there. Lillard could be in there. So there's a lot of guys fighting for that high score. But I think Luca at plus 410 is still really high. I mean, some sites are significantly less. I mean, right. I all I know is I'm betting Luca and Giannis probably for the next seven eight years. I feel like those guys <laughs> will win, right? They'll win every other year. I feel like at some right over the next right. eight, they'll pro those guys will probably win four. I mean, the guy averaged twenty as a twenty year old basically, or 21, 20, yeah. 21 year old twenty nine nine and nine in less than thirty four minutes a game. His three point shooting was actually really poor. His free throw shooting wasn't great. So that's where you could say Sal maybe he could be the high scorer because. You figure his three-point shooting is going to get better. His free throw shooting is going to get better. But I do think he's going to average a 30-point triple-double this year. I guess the question, like you were saying with Westbrook, is do they have to be – I think Dallas probably still has to be a top three team in the West right. for him to potentially win it. And the yeah. thing is, I don't – I don't know. I When you look at the odds, I can't see AD being healthy enough and, and sharing it with, with LeBron that he could win it. KD, if healthy and back to normal, is probably the biggest threat. Tatum's probably a year away. I don't yeah. know. I look at all these other guys, and that's why I'm like, if you get Luca and Giannis both over four to one, I would I would jump on both of them. I don't all care right. that Giannis won two years. Let's in a row. get through these. Uh Polly Kid, you have Lillard points per game plus yeah. nine ninety. That flies in the face of my Portland sucking bet. But uh yeah, ten to one odds for a uh assassin like that, probably probably not bad. Yeah, he aver he averaged thirty points a game last year and he was uh the darling uh or one of the darlings of uh the bubble play. Uh, and he continues to raise the level of his game. I, I like that those odds right there. Uh, as you know, Harden looks a little out of shape. Uh, and, you know, normally I would we, I think I've won money the last couple of years on him. At least last year, of him being the points leader. Yeah. Uh, I just maybe he takes a step back without you know some you know a very strong team there in Houston, and I could see Lillard raising his level to uh, thirty two. 
points per game here for this season. And, uh, you know, at those odds, I, I, I kind of like it. Close All to right. 10 to 1. Right. Uh, Harry, you have now defensive player of the year. You still seem to always go to Rudy Gobert or like Kawhi Leonard. I think Draymond Green won one a year. Giannis won it uh, last year. I'm trying to look for uh, odds here for uh, let's see. You like um, you like for defensive player of the year, Anthony Davis. Yeah, at plus two forty, uh, I think you know he got a little shafted in the voting last year. With Giannis getting it, I think he got shafted for MVP in the finals when LeBron got it. Uh, it still had a tremendous season last year, almost 10 rebounds a game, two and a half blocks a game. Uh, I think the Giannis awards might be over after they, they the Bucks have tanked two years in a row in the playoffs. I like Davis, and like I said, he's getting a lot of help from Harrell. Uh, I think now with this team, I, I like him at plus 240, definitely worth the shot. And I think voters might feel that way a little bit too, that he got a little shafted in both. So maybe they give him a little more credit here. Plus 240, I think it's a good bet. Well, again, I think a lot of this depends on load management and how much uh, he's going to take off. Uh, wow, it's such a shot in the dark. He's the favorite, plus two forty. Gobert three to one. Giannis, the uh, defending champ, plus three ninety. Uh, Bry, you like some of these mid-range guys for defensive player of the year? Yeah, I really do. And it's funny, defensive player of the year is one of the few few bets, good bets I've given out for futures the last year. I gave out Giannis last year at six to one. I gave out Gobert a few years ago. Uh, but I do like there's two guys, but the first one is Ben Simmons at 16 to one. He finished last year fourth in voting. He was first team all defense. He led the league in steals. He's probably definitely the most versatile defender at the moment. I feel like with Doc Rivers as the coach, they're going to focus even more on defense. Some people thought he probably should have won it last year. So I feel like at 16 to one, he probably should be like seven or eight to one. 16 to one is really high odds. I guess you could say. The worry would be all of a sudden is, I guess, if Simmons gets dealt to Houston for Harden or something right. like that, uh, that would that would significantly change it. But maybe that's maybe that's factoring into the odds at the moment. And then the other guy just quickly is Bam Adebayo, fifth last year in voting, uh, made so many great plays in the playoffs. You, you guys remember that that crazy block on Tatum's yeah. dunk, that, that one that, that series, essentially um, at plus 950. He seems like the type of guy who over the next year. Um, I mean, he's more offensive, obviously, than Rudy Gobert. But I feel like he's a guy over the next two or three years is gonna gonna win one of these. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have a few more. We have Brad in the waiting room. I don't know what's funnier, having him wait or <coughs> uh, or going to him right away. But let's uh get through these last few real quick. Actually, Harry, you had Trey Young when we talked about top scorer. I don't know, twelve to one odds. Oh, uh, look, Why? twelve to one. He had he was fourth last year, twenty nine point six. His rookie year, he had nineteen, so he shot up ten points. Uh, Harden, uh, like Darren mentioned, 34 points last year, but he's not happy right now. Bradley Beal was second, but now with Russell Wilson, Westbrook on that team, he's got to deal with him having the ball a lot. And uh, this this Hawks team is better. At, I think a 10-point jump, significant. Uh, Trey Young's fantastic. 12-1, to 1, I think that's pretty good value. Brian, I missed your Sixers uh, over 42.5 wins when we uh, talk teams. Yeah, I do really like them. Um, it's really just a question of how fast they're going to get going. They had, they had a down year last year, but if, if this is based on two or three years ago, this goes over. You may not like Doc in the playoffs, but he seems to be a really good regular season coach. I love the acquisitions of Curry and Danny Green. They needed three-point shooting. Green is just a winner. Uh, he's going to help significantly with defense, and they, are, they should be a really good defensive team. So um, I do think they're going to be a top... Uh, Probably a top three or four team in the East, and I think they go over that 42 and a half. 
All right, Parley Kid, we're going to give you the honors. You have the last one, and this is the last time we talk NBA in 2020. No, no, we'll be talking <laughs> NBA exclusively uh, in February, lot. I'm sure. So, for God's sakes. But uh, Mitchell Robinson blocks. You heard it here, Parley Kid. Yeah, go Mitchell Robinson blocks here, Sal. Uh, from the Knicks, averages uh, average two block shots, basically one per 10 minutes. He's playing on a team now that uh, is going to emphasize defense. He's long. Uh, he's uh, very lengthy. Uh, mm -hmm. He's a natural shot blocker. Uh, I think he was going to come close to averaging about three a game this year, which would probably win him the title. Uh, and at plus 650, those are pretty good odds. And he's, again, playing for a defensive-minded coach in Thibodeau uh, with the Knicks. And he's going to get a lot more minutes than 20 minutes a game this year. Probably looking for – you know, close to uh, 27, 28 minutes per game. Yeah, as long as he doesn't foul out. There you go. All right, that's NBA. Well, we have our friend Brad. Uh, Jim, first of all, do I tell Harry that his, his camera's the wrong way, or does this just, <laughs> we're so off the rails, does it matter? Well, it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. You guys quickly want to do a uh, sharp tank? Sure. Let's do it. Best bets. How do we do? Oh, Barley Kid, I went with you. We had a money line parlay. Was it the Rams that beat us or was it someone else before that? Uh, the Rams. So. Okay. All right. That makes a lot of sense. Um, but you are staying away. You've told us in the beginning of the podcast, you're staying away from four digit money line favorites on the money line. Uh, who are you going with this week? Best Let's bet. just go with some favorites this week, Sal. I mean, <laughs> I said four digit favorites. I didn't say, right. you know, I, so I got, I'm going with a three team, 10 point tees here, Sal. Uh, Chiefs, uh, home against the Falcons. We're buying this down. It's Chiefs are uh, minus a half point against the Falcons. We got the Browns at the Jets. Sorry, the Jets are, I think they got their win. Uh, that will be enough. The Browns will look fantastic, man. They, they have mm -hmm. looked good. Uh, they are what, they're going to be getting plus uh, a half a point against the Jets and the Ravens home against the Giants. It's a must-win game. Uh, the, the, the Ravens have to win this game uh, to stay in the playoffs. Uh, they are, will be giving their minus five on this three-team tease. So Chiefs, Browns, Ravens. <laughs> How do you not love that? I mean, Parlay par par kids staying away from the big favorites. And not only that. Big. I, I meant those huge ones. Also, not not betting any Atlanta games the rest of the year. <laughs> right. I mean, he only made two 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 rules for himself to follow. Two rules. Staying away from the Falcons. I told you forty right. minutes. Forty minutes was really accurate. Look, how does this this can't look? Gosh, I I this is a good one to jump on. This is not losing. This is not losing. All right. This is uh, it's how a, how, it's how great would how great would it be if the Jets beat the Browns? Yeah. The Chiefs lose, and then they win next week and get the one seed. I don't know. Oh, the Jets-Browns would be great, too. Oh, my God. Well, it was a, it's an old new old year resolution, I guess, is what it is. Not betting the four. Anyway, all right, Brother Bry, jump in. What is your sharp Well, I'll for? say I had, I had... You won oh, last week. Yeah. I had f I've hit four in a row. I, you have getting, on this? I'm okay. Not, yeah, I'm not getting... You're you're like Kurt Benefee right now. I'm not getting, <laughs> not getting any, any credit. Uh, but yeah, four in a row. I debated the Eagles over the Cowboys, but I I don't I don't want to jinx Brad whatever he's doing. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go against my team. I'm gonna take the Dolphins minus two and a half. The Raiders season is done. 
Just a pathetic ending. The only saving grace is Mariota looked pretty good in that one. Um, we might have something for the future. Um, but now the Raiders have been terrible for four straight weeks. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this team has quit or not. We can't stop anyone. Miami's defense is going to force a few turnovers on us. They've been forcing turnovers in all these games. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to stop them. Dolphins are 11 and three against the spread. It's a must win for them. Um, I, I really, I mean, I hate going against my team here, but I do love the Dolphins minus two and a half. All right, Harry, real quick, because we now, again, I think yep. we now really do have Brad yep. waiting, but go ahead. Real quick, I'm going to go uh, with Darren's, one of his best listeners on the podcast, our buddy Ben Kelly. I'm going to do the anti-Ben Kelly mm. pick. I'm going to go against the Jets. I'm going to take the Browns minus nine and a half. I'm going to lay points again. They've won five or six. They can still win the AFC North, as we mentioned. Uh, tons of motivation. Chubb and Hunt are a special one-two punch. The backfield, Mayfield, has been magnificent Magnificent the last eight weeks. 15 touchdowns, Whoa. two picks. <laughs> Darnold, uh, 36 games, 37 picks, 20, 20 fumbles. And give me Cleveland by 20. Browns and ba- Brown- Browns and Baker wow. 2-0 last two years against the Jets. Uh, Miles Garrett will get to him, too. Jets get rolled by the Browns. I mean, these are all spiteful picks. That's a spiteful pick against Ben Kelly, who just obliterates you on Twitter, Harry. Just just kills you. Just every, every, every when he's exchange. funny, you, when he's fu- when he's funny, you guys let me know. OK, all right. I mean, he just puts you in your place. I know that he's funny. He just just uh, just so uh, untrue. It's uh, so Browns minus nine. That's Makes a spiteful zero pick. Sense. Brother Bry with a spiteful pick against his own team. The Dolphins minus two and a half. And Parlay Kid spiting his own uh, caveats to not bet. Uh, That's it. To, uh, <laughs> but damn it, Parlay Kid, that looks good. I'm going with it. Casey minus a half. Oh, no. You can't train yourself oh, to think differently. On. It's just Ooh. so hard. It's hard to train yourself to think differently. It just is. <laughs> Whether it's it. politics or anything else, it's gambling. You see KC minus 11. You're like, why the freak would I take him at 11 when I can get him at minus a half and put him with the Browns and Ravens who uh, don't look like they're losing anytime soon? I know. I know. Uh, I know. I'm, ho, uh, I ho, guess no. Ho, ho, no. I'm going with the parlay <laughs> kid with my uh, sharp tank. Hey, all these guys give out free picks on extrapoints.com. Uh, Harry does a little video. Sometimes he's dressed like an elf. Sometimes he's not dressed at all. But let us bring on right now. Is he there, Jim? Here he is, my dear friend. When we last left him, he was trying to figure out how to exit a Zoom call. And that was Tuesday. He, he eventually figured it out sometime Friday afternoon. Brad Mulcahy. What's going on, Randy? Up, oh, connecting to audio. All right, so this is the problem. He did not connect to audio. We just got to know that he didn't connect to audio. Oh, man. Randy, you there? Yes, sir. How are you? Good morning to you. All right, what you guys just missed was like 11 minutes of trying to patch Brad in, and uh, we finally got him. Randy, how are you feeling? I feel quite well. I feel quite well. I'm out here in that same alley, and it's nice outside. And it's, um, oh, look at this cheeseburger. Not the best alley. All right. Uh, so <laughs> times are good. Or, well, listen, good? times are good for you. You, uh, now how many started in this eliminator pool? Over 5,000, right? 5,295. 5,295. And it seems right. like now it's down to 34 with that Steelers loss. 34 remain. You're one of the 34, correct? Right. Right. Last I checked, and it's improved slightly, but I've outlasted 99.64% of the people. 
It's pretty amazing. Like I laughed at you a couple of weeks ago when it was down to 190 or something. I'm like, all right, that's still a lot of people, a couple hundred. But now you're down to 34. If you survive this week, <laughs> man, you're you're it's probably under 20. I don't know what it is, but now let's go over your options. You have to pick two teams to advance, right. two teams that you've not picked before. I don't think we led you right. astray, but you were pretty you were pretty hell bent on uh on the Cardinals, which ended up being a crazy game over the Eagles yeah. and the Cowboys over the 49ers, both actually, I, I couldn't even imagine what you were like uh, to be around watching those games. For two games that I never, for the second week in a row, I never trailed for one second. It didn't feel like that. You right. know, they both fall, both in the fourth quarter, San Francisco more so than the other one. It uh, felt like it was going to go south. But let's just point out that I did have San Francisco left. I didn't believe I did, but I did. So I went and took a four-point underdog with the favorite available. Right. So if I get, <laughs> if I get a little blue, if I get a little blue here, that's balls on top of balls on top of balls. <laughs> well, it, it, or, it, it or, just <laughs> is it balls? They were home, Brad. They were home. Who was home? There are four point underdogs. I had the favorite. It's five hundred thousand dollars. That's bulls on top of bulls. That's six balls. <laughs> I guess, but it's it's Bulls. no it's six balls and no brains because you forgot you had San Francisco. But you got you lucked out. That's not that's neither here nor there. We got to figure out who to pick right. this week. So okay. who do you so ra the, rather than go through every right. game? Just tell us who you have remaining. Right. So here, uh, uh, Giants, Eagles, Giants, Eagles. Uh, Washington, um, Jets, Jags, Lions, uh, Panthers, Broncos, um, maybe, maybe one, oh, Bengals. And, and here's what I'm thinking. And, and bear, I can and use bear. you have the Bears, right? And the Bears, and the Bears. So okay. here's the thing I'm taking the Bears probably. Um, I don't know if, if, if Arizona wins on Saturday, are the Bills are the Bears eliminated? Which I would assume. But here's the bigger oh, issue. Yeah, you can look yeah. at yourself. So here's the biggest issue: is it looks like it's the Bears and then the NFC East. Okay, so my choices basically are uh, Washington or Philadelphia. Now the trick is, whoever I don't take, I got to take next week as they play each other. Right. Right. Well, because there really aren't any other options unless I go Denver over San Diego or, or the uh, Chargers. Mm -hmm. So that's the trick. Do I take, I mean, I, I like I mean, Philadelphia look good. I mean, it was, I mean, they, they there's luck there too, because the Cardinals were up 26 to 14. The Eagles scored two touchdowns in a row and somehow didn't take the lead. Right. No, look, there's going to be luck. This is going to be painful. And have you not? Have you picked the Bears at all? You haven't picked the Bears. You've not watched the Bears no, game rooting for the Bears. It's a it's a different kind of pain. That what's the worst pain you've ever felt, Randy? Let, let's put it that way. What is the worst pain you've ever felt? Yeah, I, I yeah, that can't be talked about. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Why? All right, what's what's two through five? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. About, uh, uh, two can't oh, be discussed uh, either. No, yeah, two through seven are bad. The um, <laughs> well, let, let, let's just talk. Uh, let, let me just say this about obviously the Bears are terrible and rooting for them is impossible. 
Yeah. But what's the move? The move is, see, here's what I'm thinking, and then let me know if I'm astray. Yeah. I like, okay, so I, I've had it written out for well over two months these last seven weeks, probably three months. I've had, since the Patriots Jets, the right. week before Patriots Jets, I've had these 15 picks mapped out. Okay, right? so what did it and look like? Yeah. Picks. And this week it looked like when I had it mapped out, I had Washington, Chicago. But uh, if Alex Smith, here's my thing. If, oh, and here, okay, so here's my thing. If Alex Smith plays, I think I got to take that. And then, but then I have to come back with Philadelphia the next week when they're not probably playing for anything. That's well, tricky. Yeah, but you got to take but that game. You got to take that game anyway, right? Oh, Washington. Oh, well, you I take like, that Washington. Oh, I see. Shit. Right, you see what I'm saying? And I like, I like Philadelphia over Dallas, and then coming back with Washington the next week. Well, Washington may not have anything to play for either. Am I right, fellas? If Washington wins and Philly loses, right. so right, shit, this is tough. Right, right. yeah, but yeah, yeah but there's it, a lot of is Rivera. Is Rivera going to lose to his former team, Brad? That's not what he's saying, Harry. He's saying we've got to look. I know what he's saying. That's a good point. Right. Well, that's yeah. my pick. That's my original pick. It's just that I go into the next week and I'm with the Giants and I'm with the Eagles. Um, right. All right. Listen, I know so, you had it mapped out and everything, but I think survive in advance is the way to do it this yeah. this time. Right. So, yeah. So, it, it survive in advance as well. So Chicago, Philly? Chicago's a definite. I know you think they might be. I, right. I haven't looked it up. I don't know if. Arizona wins if Chicago's out. Yeah, you'll never get a seven and a half point favorite at this point. Yeah, and the right. other thing is, you're, you're, the the, the dealer has a six. You're playing against the Jaguars, who really need to lose. Right. So you got that double whammy. Maybe yeah. Chicago doesn't need to win, but Jacksonville definitely yeah. needs to lose. I don't think those teams screw that up the rest of the way to get that first pick. Okay. So Bears are in. Okay, so now it's between Washington and Philadelphia. Philadelphia on the road against Dallas, a team that helped you. And this is how this is how you're gonna right. repay them. Uh so that would be Philly they on the road. So good. Or Washington. Right. They, now, they, move. they moved that game yeah. because it's an important game. They moved it, Brother Bribe, had that game moved to four Eastern. Um home against Carolina. I don't know. Go around, fellas. What do you guys think out of those two games? Philly or Washington? Uh well, I liked Philly this week, but uh, that's just me too. That's just me. All right, Harry. Boy, Hurts looked really good. He moved the ball, and uh, yeah, they they easily if if that game would have went to overtime somehow, they would have won that game. Their offense looked good. All right, Parley kid. I agree. Uh, Hurts is going to be hard uh, to to be stopped this week. So uh, I I kind of do like them there, mm. uh, but I I, I kind of like what Harry's saying. I mean, look, guys, Rivera look what Murray factor. look what Murray did against. Yeah. yeah, no, right. Yeah, the Cowboys are gonna have a hard, hard time stopping uh, Hurts. Jalen Hurts, uh, they that seem offense. to have found yeah. like they and, have and, a little mojo just, going for them right now. The Eagles, they they, they do so. All right, plus and Darren, here's the other one. Murray, right. Murray was great against Dallas's defense too, running the ball. You're right. not kidding. You're not kidding. <laughs> and then here's the other thing that's interesting is of the 34 cheeseburgers, the uh, Eagles have. <laughs> Eagles, uh, 20 people have already taken the Eagles. Okay, interesting. 20 of the, 20 of the 34 have taken the Eagles. So that, I think, is another notch in the taking the Eagles column. Right, right, right. Right? Right. 
so I have that game that nobody else has. Um, and there's no thoughts of taking Denver, no. Um, yeah, it's just these two. Yeah, I'm looking at and the then, others. So Jaguars, you're not taking. You're not taking the Lions, big underdog against the Bucks. Broncos, big underdog against the Chargers. Um, and you and you have for week seven. Even if you're looking at week seventeen, you have a few options. Like, I mean, I being a Raider fan, I think that they lose to the yeah. Bronco, they lose to the Broncos in Denver in week seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So there are. It's amazing. I, I have the choice of of. Of, of three favorites this week. Right. You know, it, it's helped that I've already taken, you know, the Chargers and the Texans. Randy, um, I like the, I like the Eagles pick because if they screw you, I you'll no cool. longer hate the Cowboys most in the division, right? The <laughs> Eagles will be your most hated team, maybe in sports, let alone the, the NFC East. And that Cowboy game was somehow the local game in Los Angeles. So I watched that. Their defense is something else. Dallas. I mean, what? they're not, most of doesn't get hurt or they don't have the JV quarterback in. I think San Francisco wins that game. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Maybe. The, the Cowboys are going to have a, a such a hard time stopping Hurts. He's just they, the Eagles are going to probably put up 30 35 points against the Cowboys. All right. Well, there we Sanders go. It's Scott. decided. We can't we can't talk you off of this now. Sanders and Scott are healthy. Uh Jeffrey's back. Yeah. Um Wait a minute, tight ends. Ertz, Ertz, and Goddard have been playing well. So there you go, yeah. Brad. Yeah, that, that Denver, might be, yes, sir. Denver has. I just checked. Denver has beaten the Chargers three straight times. What does that yeah, mean? Yeah, I'm not uh, big on the. I'm not uh, big on the straight times when it comes to football good. because it's spread out You're over right. years. Like, hey, you won six out of seven. It's over years. Coaches, players. Maybe in college. Maybe in basketball. Yeah, that works. But if you're using that for the NFL, it seems. It seems just like to be an echo chamber. Like if you want to take a team, you could find some <laughs> stat even though completely different teams, completely different years. Right. You know, I, I don't, I don't really go for that one. As well. There you go. Um, the Steelers I, have beaten the I Bengals for the last forty years. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was. Oh, that poor. How about the poor people who had the Rams? Yeah, we we were four of them. Yeah, or three of them at least. Thirteen, thirteen of the thirty, thirteen of the seven. Remember when it went from seventy nine to thirty four. Uh, 21 had the Niners. Only Randy had the Cowboys, by the way. Nice job. Um, nice. nice. 21 had the Niners. 13 had the Rams. All right, so make your move. Because uh, you'll make some uh, ground on the Eagles. Because 20, you said, had the Eagles. Can't take them again. Yeah. So this could be yeah. good. Maybe half of them or more will lose with uh, what other uh, right. every other, other team they play. If the, yeah, if the Eagles win and somehow the Redskins lose, I mean, the Washington team loses. Yeah. I mean, it's... We're in the single digits, probably. Right. Um, oh, I will say this quickly before you let me go. I did try the, um, where's my phone? What? Where in the world? I am way down the street. Um, the uh, Oh, so I did try the Zoom over the week to try to test this out. Maybe oh, I'll yeah. do the Zoom. Okay. And I did try today. It just didn't work out, whatever, technical. But this is what I found with the Zoom. Um like so what okay so the picture looking back at me which is obviously some kind of weird testing in his way in 10 years is <laughs> is is okay what i'm saying and what me in 10 years looking back at me saying aren't always the same so okay what i, what I can hear myself saying but what me 10 years from now looking back at me in that quarter is saying two different things 
Wow. So, this is more confusing than yeah, a tenant, I think. But yeah, I know what you're saying. I think I, I think I know what you're saying. Well, so how, 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 so how do we make that work then? I don't know. We can try again next week. I was ready to give it a shot. Yeah, no, you're I on there. We you. couldn't get that. You know what, Jim? I want you after this. Uh, if it takes five, six, seven hours, I would like you to work with Brad to try to get a, a proper um, Zoom connection going where we could hear him and see him. Wouldn't that be good? Last week, I could hear you guys immediately, see you guys immediately. This week, I could see you guys, but not hear. And it wasn't like, I mean, I'm not cheeseburgers. There wasn't like a thing there with a microphone that I simply didn't click that had a big X on it. Right. I didn't click. I mean, I, I look for stuff like that. Listen, called, and then so it wasn't there. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Harry was sideways for the first 40 minutes and was wearing an elf costume. And it, it's still wearing an elf I'm, costume. And I'm so. a little laughing at because I know I didn't say it that time. Hey, you um, have uh, Damashek against Kohorst in the finals of our fantasy league. Damashek could win this thing again. Kohorst has voted you out three out of six years. Or three out of the yeah, last seven years? Yeah, I've, I, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah I've, I've played four out of seven years because he's won three out of seven. And wow. he kicked me out every time. Yeah, so, but I mean, you've given I'm him a good I'm reason cool. to. No one else has given him the reasons <laughs> that you have. I mean, so there's call him the C word on... On uh, on on email, I, I think you've um, held I, back this year, though. I may have I may have done those things. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, Randy, well, good luck. So we could pretty much pencil in the Bears and the Eagles for everyone rooting for Brad. Yeah, and you should be well, right. Get I it mean, done, Brad. It just I'd rather work, root for Hurts than Haskins. If you make that parlay, right. it's, if you make that money line parlay on Fanduel, it's plus one nineteen in solidarity with Brad. Bears minus three seventy. You, you, what? You guys, you guys nailed. You guys nailed your uh, your your uh, m- uh, money game Fanduel parlay last night. What do you have? The uh, Steelers money line. The, uh, <laughs> the Steelers going to defensive touchdown. Listen. And then some other one. We just uh, did an hour and twenty minutes about how we suck. What, what do you want to do? <laughs> All right. Well, what do you do? All right, let me just say this. You, you made three picks and went 0 for 5. <laughs> well, listen, hopefully you have $500,000. You can lend us some of that. And uh, and Harry can get a new health suit and everything. All right? Consider it, consider it done. Randall, I really hope uh, we're talking to you next week. And just win these games, all right? Good luck, Brad. We're rooting for you. Get it done, Brad. Get it done. 20, 20 in a row. 20 in a row. Go get it, pal. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, Jeez. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> there you go. Eagles bears. It seems easy. Shit. I feel like he's uh, not in the driver's seat, but he's in better shape from what he explains than sure. some of the others. Most of the others that uh, are still left in this. Like, like, like Brian said, having a seven and a half point favorite out there available. is great. Harry. I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. You're at AAO Harry. That's right. Everybody have a, Great Christmas. Merry Christmas. See you later. Also, check me out on bestbackcorner.com with articles and uh, and my podcast, too, every single week as well. All right, Parlay Kid at the yeah. Chalk Talker. Right? At the Chalk Talker cell. Merry Christmas to our, our listeners who celebrate. Happy New Year. Uh, although, I guess we'll be back before uh, the New Year, so uh, we'll yeah. have a chance to wish you a Happy New Year. Uh, we're very grateful to uh, have our listeners and, uh, you know, hopefully we have a good week. There's so much going on. So You know much. what? Maybe we'll do a check-in on Saturday or some, one of the Saturday games or something. I'm in. I don't know. I'm we'll in. Sure. We'll do a halftime I'm half in. Let's thing. do it. Yep.
Brother Bry's out. He probably has like a Tinder date or something set up, but we'll, we'll work around it. Uh, I, I, at the Brother Bry. A gym, gym probably. Yeah. Who knows what's gym oh, schedule yeah. Yeah, I don't, like? I don't, I don't think, I only pick, I only leave the house to pick up my daughters from school. That's about it. I don't leave. It's all, all right. it's all sports, but maybe sell. Can we get Fandle to do like a bet boost with Brad's pick? Oh, interesting. Two? Let's like bump that up to like plus 150 or something. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I like it. I like I it. Think we should do it. All right. Well, uh, Jim Cunningham, the ones or eyes. You don't know where you'll be January 6th or 13th or 20th, right? That's correct. Jim's like the opposite of like a comedian. Like he will not be performing the 6th, the 13th and 20th. And we don't know where, uh, but try to catch him. At Jim Cunningham on Twitter, the eyes are ones. And that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. Watch Fox Bet Live Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern. Yes, we're working Christmas Eve. Follow us at Extra Points Pod and me at the Cousin Sal. These guys give out free picks at ExtraPoints.com every single day. For the Degenerate Trifecta, Jim Cunningham and Brad, I'm Sal Singh. So long and happy handicapping.